Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. The Waco History Podcast is sponsored by Brotherwell Brewing on Historic Bridge Street in Waco. Welcome to the Waco History Podcast. We're going to air for you over the next few months a special series of Waco History Living Stories. Uh, These were segments that originally aired on KWBU here in Waco. Uh, They were produced by the Institute for Oral History editor, Michelle Holland, and narrated by two fabulous narrators, uh, Louis Mazze and Kim Patterson. And so these highlight oral histories from the collection of the Institute for Oral History at Baylor University, which I direct, which has been around since 1970 and has over a thousand interviews related to Waco and McLennan County history. And we're happy to highlight those here. This Living Stories featurette connects well to our How Waco Got Cool episode that we did on air conditioning. This one talks about uh, the days before refrigeration and how important ice was uh, to the local economy. This is Living Stories featuring voices from the collections of the Baylor University Institute for Oral History. I'm Kim Patterson. Prior to the days of refrigeration, people the world over relied on ice to keep perishables fresh as long as possible. The ice business was certainly alive and well in the American South, especially in summer months. Waco native Helen Geltemeyer recalls the trips she and her sister would take in the 20s and 30s to keep their house outfitted with the frozen substance. Well, and I did, went up 17th to Ross, and they had a man who sold ice. Mm -hmm. And he had these little two-wheeler things that he would let you take home if you brought back. Mm -hmm. So Aline and I would go get that little old piece of ice and take it home, Mm -hmm. and we'd fight all the way there and fight all the way back. But that's the way we got our Mm -hmm. ice. Geltemeyer remembers the event leading up to a new contraption in their kitchen. Then Mm -hmm. when I was 14, Mm -hmm. or maybe, yeah, I'd say I was 14, and going to South Junior, my daddy said, we're buying an ice box because I'm tired of wanting a cold drink. Mm-hmm. and he'd been working in the yard because we had hedge all mm-hmm. around our place. I mean, mm-hmm. and he would trim that just perfect. We mm-hmm. just had all that yard fixed. And he wanted a drink of water, and he said, I wanted ice-cold water. Mm-hmm. So he bought an ice box. He didn't buy it for us. Mm-hmm. He bought it for himself, but we had enjoyed Thomas Wayne Harvey discusses the ice industry in Waco in the 1940s. We had Geyser Ice and Southland Ice, two different companies here in town that would go by up and down the street in their ice trucks. And if you had a Geyser card in the window, you could get Geyser Ice that day. If you had a Southland card in the window, and the the cards was 25, 50, 75, and 100. Mm -hmm. And whatever you wanted, you'd set where you could read 100 from the street, and they'd bring in 100 pounds or 25 pounds or whatever you wanted from the street. And the men packed the ice in on their backs with ice hooks and, and things like that in those days. He explains that finding an ice man in your kitchen was no cause for concern. They came on in. In those days, you never locked your door. 
Uh, you knew them. They knew you. They were just basically, quote, unquote, part of the family because you could be in there eating supper and they'd come in, hello, how you doing? Uh, or they'd knock at the door, hope you're decent, ass men coming in, you know, things like that. You'd get your ass, and they would come once every two weeks and collect for it. Since the advent of electric refrigerators, the demand for ice has drastically decreased for the typical kitchen in the South, and gone is the need for a nearby company like Geyser or Southland. The bags of ice for sale in convenience and grocery stores today serve as a reminder of the business that ice once was. For more information about this program or the Institute for Oral History, visit us at baylor.edu slash livingstories. Thanks for listening to the Waco History Podcast. Like what you heard? Subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes so we can reach more listeners. You can find show notes and info on every episode at wacohistorypodcast.com and more info on Waco's past at wacohistory.org. Our theme music, used with permission, is Cross the Brazos at Waco, performed by the late Billy Walker. For more info on Billy's music, go to billywalker.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.